Welcome back to Handy Badger Sport Podcast. If you don't remember who we are, I'm the Hab, Gecko, and Crocker. And there's a lot of stuff to cover this time. We're going to get started with the NFL Draft, which a lot of stuff happened with our Raiders and Niners. And then we'll get into the NBA right after. But we'll get started with how our teams did in the draft. I'm not so happy, but... <laughs> what? He said it. He said it. Yeah. Well, well, you just opened the door I, for I, us, didn't nah, you? Nah, I'm saying I, I ain't happy with the first pick, uh, the fourth overall pick. But um, what do you guys think of y'all draft? I'm gonna throw it to Chris real quick. What do you think about the draft overall? What do you think, Jeff? Well, well, depends. What are we talking? Well, your first, well, your first impressions. First impressions. Yeah, for. At least uh, Jimmy Ward is not going to get re- uh, replaced, so oh. I'm happy about that. Oh. You know what I'm talking about? Hey, you said we could talk about Jimmy Ward after the oh. draft. So Jimmy Ward time. Bro. So, Jimmy Ward, hey, y'all, your spot is secured, dog. And um, But overall, everyone, just a couple questionable picks. But other than that, I, I grade as a B, B, B. A solid B? Solid B. All right. I mean, I'm happy with the draft. There are some projects that were selected, um, especially, let's say, in the, in the third round with Hurd. Mm-hmm. Um, but if anybody could use the versatility that he brings to the table, I think it's Shanahan. Because this guy, could he could run the ball. I mean, he, he played running back at Tennessee. Then he transferred and became a receiver. And then he has the frame to put on weight and become a tight end. And if anybody could exploit those three positions... And work something out with this guy, it's gonna be Shanahan. Shanahan. Um, Nikki Bosa, great pick. I love it. I he's gonna fit the scheme perfectly, in my opinion. He could go ahead and play the big end, the five technique, um, opposite of D4, and then you're gonna go ahead and have, you know, Buckner in the middle, middle. Uh, you're gonna have Solly in the middle. If there's um on passing plays, Armstead, if there's running plays. It, it, it definitely is going to go ahead and shore up the defense. It's going to go ahead and improve the secondary. Because if if the quarterback doesn't have time to throw and he's make, he's under pressure, he doesn't have time to pick apart the defense. Number one secondary in the league. It, it's going to create takeaways. It's going to create interceptions. I definitely love the number one overall pick. Wait, wait. Who would you say? Number one secondary in the league? It's going to be us. <laughs> Fuego! Wow, really? I mean, if you can't throw it, if you can't get it there, you yeah. can't rank us. But number one, there's only so many people you could double team on the line. Yeah, I understand that. Uh, I do think that's why they didn't draft a safety, uh, because I think that D line is going to help out the secondary. Which is crap, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Not a safety the whole draft. Not the whole draft. And me and Chris had a bet for Wingstop going that they would draft a safety in the first three rounds. And these guys didn't pick one in the first three rounds or in the entire draft at all. And that, yeah, that sucks. (laughs) (laughs) But don't get me wrong. I'm happy with the picks. Uh, Even the second round, they got Debo Samuels. Um, I love that pick. That's my favorite pick. That's a good pick. He's a yak monster. He plays strong. He he creates separation. And in, in what Shanahan is looking for specifically in receivers is that they create the separation um, from the defender. He He's going to be oh, from Washington. 
the one we got. The guy from Washington? Yeah. Oh, the the Jalen Hurd guy? No. No, no, That's no, Baylor. No, no, no. no, no. What guy? Redskins. The Redskins? What are you talking about? I forgot his name already, bro. Fuck. What, what position? The receiver. Oh, Garcon? Oh, yeah, Pierre, Pierre Garcon. Garcon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's going to fill in that Pierre Garcon position, man. Debo? Yeah. Oh. He's not going to play exclusively in the slot. I think it's going to be um, a slot receiver. Him and Trent Taylor are going to be switching off. I, I think he's going to play a lot of X. And then he's he's going to play the slot. He could play the X. But Shannon Hunt, especially when you saw it, was, especially with Pettit, he switches his positions around. He could play the slot. He could play the X. He could play the Z. True. But, yeah, true. True. I, I see Shanahan moving them around a lot, just like he did with Pettis. He moved around Pettis a lot. Yeah. So it's going to be a lot of bodies moving around, and it's, yeah. I mean, the guy's a – Shanahan knows what he's doing. Just the only question I'm – I'm a, the only question is Jalen Hurd. I – He's a project. He's, yeah, he's a project. But you don't think you should have pick, picked a different position? I mean, you already went right receiver yeah, right he there. he should have gone, like, safety. You guys already got Pettis and Goodwin. No, was it Goodwin? Yeah, yeah we have Pettis. We have Goodwin. You got your tight end, too. The tight end. But then after that, we start going into, like, Jordan Matthews. We start going into... Richie James. Richie James. I think Jordan Trent, Matthews would have been cool. Trent Taylor. You know what I'm saying? So, a lot of unknowns. And then we don't... we And, and if Shanahan does see him as a tight end then we don't have a lot of tight end depth either. Uh, Tony Selleck and and uh, Kilo and I forgot the other guy. Can I, uh, no, there is no other guy. No, I thought it was pa- Paulson. Pa- Paulson. Paulson got let go already. Right, never mind, Paulson. Peace out, Doggy. Peace out, Paulson. Yeah. I mean, uh, I think you guys had a solid draft. Um, I think Bosa made that draft mostly. I I, I, I think I, 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 I give the draft, honestly, I give it a B plus. And because at the end of the day, what you're looking at, you're looking at to see if the your your first and second rounders hit. That's what's going to go in and determine the grade of your draft. Yeah, at yeah the end of the exactly. Day. That's what made makes you it know all. when Solly got drafted and Ruben Foster got drafted. It was a bust. Everybody looks at it as a bust um, draft. Who Solly and yeah who? and uh, Ruben Foster. Well, I mean Ruben Foster for sure. Well, yeah. Well, well because it, you know well, what but I mean we got Fred Warner that draft. Yeah, and and he's a legit. I I mean I, I he he's a future Pro Bowler in in the inside linebacker position, and nobody mentions that because everybody looks at the first two first two rounds. Yeah, when you score in the late rounds too, that uh, that that can make a draft too, for sure. Yeah, but um, I just didn't. Uh, the one I didn't agree was the second wide receiver heard at that. Maybe I don't know what safeties were left there at that um, point. None. None that I would consider taking at that position, in my opinion. The, the, they weren't at the end of the second round, a rap and Adderley and stuff like that. So, yeah. And then, um, punter fourth round, which is, uh, I don't know how much it's, of a need you guys need of a punter. We needed one. Bradley Pinion wasn't it, man. What do you think, Chris, about the punter in the fourth? Bradley Pinion, well, first of all, um, I'm not gonna knock Pinion. Pinion, I thought Pinion was, uh, was the okay punter. More above average. It's just he had one bad year, and that was last year. Uh, other than that, Bradley was probably top. He was top ten punter in the league with his uh, with his punt yardage. But don't think we needed a punter that early. You could got you could have worked 
for a punter later in the rounds. He he is considered to be one of the best leg talents that's come out of college in the past years compared to Dixon in Seattle, who's already a pro bowler. So did they pick him because they're afraid he would be picked up? That early? Yes. And the fourth round, though? Yeah. I don't think anybody... Well, you, you know you know the next punter that went? Mm. Somebody traded up for him. Where? What round, though? Uh, Beginning of the fifth. Hmm. Okay. That Beginning sense. of the fifth round, the Patriots traded up to select the punter out of Stanford. So okay. if he's not there, then who's to say... Uh, you know, the 90s. I just didn't know his projection that time. Yeah, I mean, they're saying, like, a lot of scouts and a lot of GMs don't stay for special team, you know, pro days and special team workouts. And there were a lot of GMs who were there for the kid. Okay. To, to pump. And, I mean, hopefully he works out. Because, I mean, when you have a legit punter who could flip the field, and pin the offense. Like Andy Lee. Like Andy Lee. Or like, uh, what's his name? Marquise. Marquise King. Marquise King used to do. Shane Leckler. Shane Leckler. You know those guys? Yeah, I, I, mean, I understand. And we, I mean, we the Raiders have drafted early for punters and kickers. And, I mean, they yeah. they, they drafted um, too early, Janikowski but, in the first, <laughs> first you know. Which is too early. Which is, I mean, that's what the draft is about is where you pick them, uh, where the value's at. Do you think you could have waited a little longer? Yes. That's the question. That that is that is half the draft, in my opinion. Half the draft is evaluation, and the other half is the valuation. The cool thing of about the, the punter is that they, they say he's a hell of a holder. I uh, see. I didn't. I didn't okay. even think yeah. about that. You know. So. I mean, that could work too. I just don't know. How. So, I mean, if, if he's a solid punter for the next ten years, no it's one's gonna. Rem- yeah. No one. No one's gonna remember. I mean, I mean, hey, they they took they took the him last the fourth punter round. that went in the first round was Shane Eckler. Yeah. And he's a Hall of Fame punter. Yeah. Yeah, he was legit. He was for sure. I mean, for someone who coun't move the ball, for a team that couldn't move the ball, he was, um, he came boot. in clutch and he helped. I was boot. Yep. Kept us in games a lot. How do you feel about Bosa, Chris? I was pulling for Montez, but. What? Not even Quinnen? I was pulling for Montez. <laughs> <laughs> Montez uh, sweat. But, I mean, like I said, just uh, do what you got to do with Bosa. I mean, at the end of the day, you he know where you're me. playing at. We needed a player that just hopefully comes out as explosive as he was in college. Because the NFL is a different animal. And when if you don't perform to the to to a first round pick, because we already know what Sully did, you know. Yeah. So it's just hopefully he's not another Sully and hopefully he comes in as the defensive end that we think he is. Well, I mean, at the same time, I th- I think that also lands on the coaching staff to go ahead and play Bosa where his strength is his, his strength is because I, I feel I feel bad for Solly because that didn't happen you know they played him as an edge rusher and I mean Solly isn't an edge rusher you know yep. Solly is is more of a big end run stuffing you know play play him on the inside uh as a three technique on on passing downs and unfortunately Armstead was there Buckner's there uh Mitchell was there or is there and they were kind of saying, well, you were drafted third overall. Let's go ahead and, and put you into the game somewhere, somehow. And, you know, in the early years of development, I, I believe that stunts the player's development. And which is what I'm saying. Hopefully the coaching staff puts Nick Bosa in, in the right positions to go ahead and succeed. Yeah. Where, where would he line up? Was it on the left or on the right? 
Uh, he would line up on the on strong side, strong regardless. Side? Okay. Yeah, D Ford would line up on the uh, on the nine uh, or on the weak side, uh, outside the tackle. Okay, and I know he, you guys address need for sure, but do you think he was better than Quinnen, or or who was the best player in the draft? I, I in my opinion, I think it was Bosa. Bosa was the 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 safest pick, in 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 that draft. Safest pick, yes. Yeah. Safest pick. Think so? Okay. Yeah. Okay. The only well, I mean, I was trying to compare them. Uh, Quinnen, uh, Quinnen, and Bosa. Like you know, a lot of these players, I do are kind of like, um, can I say, have some injury problems or that's, that's what I was going to say. You know what I'm saying? Um, like Montez, he has a heart condition with, that they were talking yeah. about. Um, Josh Allen is probably the only one that didn't see really much that had any injury problems. He fell. He fell hard. He fell to the second pick. It's the seventh pick, yeah, right? What was it Jaguars? Well, because of the Raiders. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> before I get into that, we'll get, get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. With um, with Bosa, just he's coming off a, a big injury that that killed him off all year last year. Well, and, and I think that's a misconception. Uh, he got hurt, and he said he's not going to play. Screw the screw this screw this season. I'm concentrating on recovering. And training for, for the, the draft. draft, and that's it. That makes sense because you don't want as the player that's coming out. He, he could have come back if he wanted to, but he said no. It's yeah. not worth it for him. What, to what did he pull? Did he pull something before that? He tore his groin. His groin. Groin. Didn't he tear his ACL too? In uh, high school. Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> I mean, we we we've I mean, been we we've, we've gone we've drafted a player with torn ACLs. You know, fucked up legs. I mean, knees. you know what's happened. Frank Gore turned out Lattimore. pretty well. Yeah, Frank Gore turned out pretty well. Yeah, not um, Lattimore though. Alden Smith played pretty well for us. Um, we, oh we, I, wait, Alden Smith. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. of um, Justin Smith. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but um, just he has two but he he tore his his left groin and he just had his right one worked on. Yeah, because he said, "Fuck it, if you're gonna restructure yeah. the left one, might as well work on the right one." Because the right one was they said that was. I was ready, ready to go, go too. too. So, but his technique, bro, his tech, his hand technique, his hand. Is, but you need so burst. Smooth. You also need burst. He has burst. I, I, but I think he saying. has a good. First, he has a solid first step. He has the power. He could convert the speed to power. I know, but and, and the hand technique to go ahead and get that's around. That's good. But all I'm saying is, if you have one of them groins go out, your burst is gone. Oh, that is. Well, I know, but what I'm saying true. is, he. I, I think he's well rounded enough. That he doesn't rely just strictly on his on his speed to, to get sacks. There's other ways for him to but get sacks. But the NFL is, is a different. I mean, in college, it's a different I get animal. It, I get it, but but you have you have good tackles in the NFL. But, you got tackles that could, that have quick feet and that could recover. Yeah, but not you only know? that, but defensive ends you have to rely on that that kick. That when first you, step. when you hit that edge and you kick, you're pushing off your groin pretty and hard. Too, when yeah, you yeah. dip yeah. too. Bosa, when you dip, dip on the side. Bosa got good hips, bro. I know, he, but he it's got also good groin. Hips. It has to do with groin too when you're kicking off of and it. the hips and hips and groins, all your lower body where it's got to be all you're in putting one. All your weight on a kick towards your quarterback. Yeah. It's just I I I'm just not worried. I'm not worried. I'm just I'm just I know, but I'm just I'm comparing Quinnen and him and Well, you know I don't know if you heard Lynch. Lynch mentioned the fact that you know they were looking at at Quinton and they looked at Bosa, and they actually had them at the same grade. They said both of them uh, were graded the same, and they just had a higher need at Bosa's position. Okay. Which yeah, I mean, I mean that's what I'm saying. You guys drafted need, and that that was the high talent that was there. I mean, Buckner's a handful himself. I know, but you need you need that defensive end. 
You pass rush. Need, exactly. But, but that's what I'm saying. As an interior rusher, though, Buckner's a handful himself. And if you got D Ford on one side and you got Bosa, that hopefully he comes out to what we think he is, that's already, that's your, you're, you're fucked. Yeah. Damn near. And you just, you built on the front seven, built inside out. So you build on your front seven. And from there, the secondary will come together. I feel like the secondary is okay with Jimmy Ward. Um, well, I think I think they're I, but I think this is like a make or break year for him too, though. I think if he ain't working out, they're gonna drive. drive oh yeah, definitely. I mean, you got, but to me, I don't think he's gonna start at safety, Jimmy Ward. Okay. No. Uh, no. Who is? No, it's gonna be Adrian Colbert and um, Jaquasi Guitar. Well, Colbert is gonna have to bounce back after a, a fall off year from he last had, year. Yeah, and was, he was not injured. I mean, he he probably he dealt with some injuries, but it, you can't say, oh well. You know, it, he 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 played. A, he had a bad year because of the injuries. He had a bad year when he was healthy. Yeah, he, he just had a bad year all around last year. So I mean, that not only well, Jaquaski got his part solidified, his parts there, his position is there, but that other vacant spot, yeah, is who it is. It's going to be probably it could be Jimmy, probably it could be Exum, probably it could be Adrian. So I don't know, man. I'm excited. I'm I'm excited. I I, I really do think um, the draft kind of solidified. Uh, my expectations for the Niners. I love um, it just because with the front, you have if you, if you have a front, solid front seven. Our, I feel like our nickel corner is sick, which is K one. K one K one is dope. Verrett and um, Aquilo probably gonna fight for that for that second spot corner. And Sherman is Sherman. And other than that, man, the we'll linebacker see, corner man. is cool. Quan, yeah. I mean Quan Alexander. Uh, Fred Warner. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, it, it it's gonna be a solid, solid. Yeah, on paper it looks set up. It, on, it looks, on paper it looks yeah. set up. On paper it looks lovely. Yeah, but I mean, it has to come together. Well, we'll see, man. Well, how would you rate have uh, the Niners draft? <sighs> I would say, I mean, it was a solid draft. I mean, Nick Bosa was laid out for you guys. Uh, he's a high talent, big talent. You got your wide receiver. You guys needed. I don't think. It, I'm not sure. If that's what Jimmy G needs, but I, I would probably give it like a a B minus, okay. B minus. I mean, it's a solid draft. I just think you did need a safety. I don't know about that punter in the fourth round. I don't know about the need. So probably could have done that in the fifth. Maybe I don't mm-hmm. know. Maybe fifth round. Not in my opinion. I, I I think if they really wanted him and he really is the leg talent that he is, he wouldn't have fallen to the fifth. Not to the point but, where I mean, I mean but Patriots is the only one you think. That needed uh well it showed that they're the only ones that needed a punter and yeah, they're they yeah. but they're yeah but they're still a late pick and I don't think I don't even know where they picked them up but I mean maybe they would have picked them up late fourth yeah but don't you think you pick up a more valuable player though still all I'm fourth? saying is if Belichick drafts a punter in the late fourth no one questions it well I mean because they're proven yeah I mean but they do that they praise them for a lot of picks though yeah I mean so I understand that but at B minus I mean that's all the draft. You got your Bosa, a defensive end. You got your receiver. Um, I know you wanted a safety. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't yeah. drop one off. <laughs> Shut up, man. But um, after that, I can't really judge because, I mean, you don't know the depth that well as a coach. So, I don't know. Whatever they think they need after the third, fourth. Okay. That's them. Let's go on to the next team in the Bay Area. Not for much longer. <laughs> the La- uh, Las Vegas, Oakland Raiders of Alameda County. The Oak Las Vegas Raiders. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. Have as a resident Raider fan here, what what are your impressions on the uh, on the draft? 
the only all right i did not love that fourth round pick i know there's some raider fans that like wait, that wait, wait, wait. Sorry, i sorry. mean the fourth pick don't mean to interrupt but give us your grade first and then explain why i'll give them um a c plus <laughs> yeah, I give him a C plus. Yeah, he went C plus because it, it, I mean the first the first pick overall of the draft is nobody that anybody expected for our team. I know we need, we were thinking about getting a defensive end. That's fine. You think you need a defensive end? That's cool. You you like Clannon for all? That's cool. I don't mind that. But if you're gonna pick him at number four, I mean you got the number four pick. You trade back with somebody that wants to go up to number four, and then you get them back a little later in the rounds. My thinking is that I think nobody wanted to trade up for that fourth pick because there was no value in that fourth pick anymore because New York Giants are stupid, first of all, for going for that quarterback. So I don't think there's any, right? So I I think that kind of messed up the value of the fourth pick too because they didn't want to move up at all. Uh, The only team that I think that would probably move up was the Redskins, which probably didn't want to trade up. So we got left with the fourth pick. What I think would happen was Mike Mayock got stuck with that pick, and he only liked Clinton Farrell. He picked them, messed up the value of that pick, which I, I it, it just sucks for me. I mean, he's probably a good player. I think our draft this draft year depends on his success. Um, the twenty fourth pick, Josh Jacobs, running back. I love that pick. We need a running back so bad. He's great character, and he he can. Uh, he's been compared to Alvin Kamara. It was cool. I haven't watched much of his game, but we need a running back talent, so that's cool. Safety, I'm not sure. At 27th pick, I know they're trying to replace Carl Joseph, which I knew he wasn't going to last long. He's a box safety that we got who could probably take care of uh, and cover tight ends, which is Travis Kelsey in our division. Third, I think uh, the second round pick, we got a corner from Clemson, which for the record for this draft, they picked a lot of Clemson players, but I wasn't mad at that pick i think they also got a fourth round defensive end which i hear is a pretty good pick a good value pick and i think they addressed a lot of defensive issues which is which is cool they needed that because that was the biggest holes that they had in the team but that's why i give them a c plus because of that fourth pick overall i think they reached big time would you have preferred them go with another player at that position or trade back or what's up uh that's what i'm saying trade back i think to get the value of that fourth pick you had to trade back i don't mind that they got clennon i just didn't like that they got him in the fourth pick if you like him so much trade back and then pick him get something out of that fourth pick if if they didn't pick clennon um who would you prefer i mean i guess josh allen but they say he's not for the system i don't know well because uh, i guess he thrives more in the four three yeah and you guys are gonna run well, the three you, four you guys are running four three this year yeah that's what yeah, I mean. they, no no the Raiders are running four three this year they're saying Clannon was the the last or Clannon is a four three defensive end which is which I, is in well, my I opinion just read, what I just read is that Clannon is a three four uh, yeah, so, see I don't know it, so they say he's quick maybe for Patrick Mahomes in the division who knows how do you feel about their draft Chris Give give us the grade and then uh, tell us why. I'll give him a C as well. That's a C plus. I give give him a C. I give him a C. Okay. <laughs> um, I just want to clarify. Yeah, right. I, 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 I want I want I give him a C just because the talent level of um, of a pass rusher that you needed was I don't think was Pharaoh. Um, 
you had your chance to take you had your chance to take Josh Allen, or even if you want if you wanted to compare back to Khalil Mack, you could have gone with Montez because that's where everyone compared Montez to. Um, Two, that, I mean that's a reach too, though if you think about it. At four, yes. Yeah, four. At f- but if but if he works out, then you're good because he could run both. He could run same four, thing three. can be said about Pharrell too, four, though. But he could run four three and three four. Yeah. The only difference is that the, they gave the strength to Pharrell was because he he ran a great three four defense. Yeah. But Montez could run both and play both sides. Um, the other thing, the with, running with back, the, the 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 running back was a good pick. I. I'm gonna give that to him. Josh Jacobs is good. He's that was a, he the happiest got, pick. I was. He's an inside I runner. He could, was happy with. He's an inside runner. He could bounce it back out, and the safety. Um, they got a big body safety. He's he's big size because um, Joiner can match up with some of these big tight ends, and you could match him up with some yeah, good exactly. good yeah, size tight ends and good size receivers. But um, overall, the first round was cool. Uh, you guys went in the corner. I think you guys went with the corner. Corner in the second round. It was a Clemson round. corner from Clemson. He has short arms. That's the only thing. I, the bad thing I read about him, but he's he could run vertical routes with the best of them, and he could tackle. He's a good tackler, but short arms are not a good thing at yeah, times kill you, for yeah. press coverage. When if you try to run press coverage, you're gonna get ran through. Um, but yeah, other than that, I mean, you guys did focus on what you guys needed. That was defense. That was defense. Yeah. I'll give you a C. Just that two picks in the first round were just. Mm. Which one? The which ones? Huh? Which two picks in the first the round? Two, the well, ah, just just Pharaoh, I guess, because you could have gone better with Pharaoh. Uh, yeah, that's the safety. What I was the value the safety, just got lost. Yeah, there. the safety actually was good because yeah, you're not gonna have Joiner guarding the the big body. Big but they're body. trying to replace Carl Joseph. That's the only opinion. thing. Carl jo- Joseph is you kind of drafted the same type of player yeah, as Carl I mean, Joseph. Jo- I know. Jo- Joseph was a first round pick. How long ago? Like a few Four years, years a ago, few years ago, oh, yeah, yeah, I know, but I, I, but I, I, I've said it on the on the podcast that I, I have no faith in him because he can't cover. They say this this uh, safety that they got, yeah, he, he can could, cover. He could cover. That's what they're saying. So I mean, I understand the frustration with that, in which I, I didn't have faith in the cornerbacks and I didn't have faith in the safety. But you gotta also think about it. Like as a safety, he didn't really have any help. I guess you could say because you guys' secondary was kind of whooped. So I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, we gonna rely on Reggie Nelson. Like now, Reggie Nelson was giving a big splash plays left and right. So Carl Joseph, Carl Joseph, yeah, if you're gonna play, put him at a at um, because this is the most year he's played this past year with the Raiders. That's the most year he was on the field. And when you, if you're gonna put him in coverage, then a guy that wasn't used to really playing coverage that hard, he's gonna he's gonna fail at times. And and if you ain't got help with Reggie Nelson. And yeah, I know. I understand. It is. And uh, also, uh, we had no pass rush at the time, so that the, the, those plays were extended pretty. I think and they. I think that's he was just exposed thing. a little bit. That's what I always say: is just if you ain't got no pass rush, people are gonna start poking hands at the secondary. Yeah, for sure. What about you, Gecko? So Gecko, what you see got? What? <laughs> gonna give you an F. I know he's gonna give. Us what? F. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what do you guys think? I'm like this fat <laughs> hater, man. <laughs> I don't think they fell the draft. I just think they missed on some opportunities. They did. I would give talking exclusively the first rounds or the first three picks they had. Um, I would give it about a C minus D plus. Jesus. 
Damn near now. <laughs> and and it, again, I'll explain myself. And I have I'm not just hating. I have my right, reasons on why fine. I believe this. I'm waiting. It, it it all comes down to the value and what you get from the pick. You know, we're, we're talking Clendon Farrell at the four pick, which would have been available at the twenty four pick. Yeah. I know. Um, Montez Sweat, which was highly rated, um, higher than and on most boards and most experts, better than Clinton. And he got picked up in the 25th pick. Right? Yep. Clinton Farrell would have been available possibly even at the 27th pick. If you want to risk it, you take him in the 24th pick. My my beef is that you guys passed up on Josh Allen for Clinton Farrell. And Ed at, Oliver, too. At, and Ed Oliver. However, think about it. thinking about Josh Allen... Josh Allen played in the tougher division. He played in the SEC as opposed to the ACC as Clendon Farrell. The Let only me, hope I hold have. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. The 13th pick was Christian Wilkins, defensive tackle out of Clemson. The 17th pick was Dexter Lawrence, defensive tackle out of Clemson. You, you, what about Rashawn Gary, though? Hold on, hold on. <laughs> My point is what I'm saying is, is that Clinton Farrell played alongside two stud defensive tackles who got drafted in the top 17 of the same draft. He's not he's not fighting double teams. He's not fighting um, you know, picks and all that stuff. These guys, the, the guys in the middle, Dexter Lawrence and Christian Wilkins, this year probably had a better year than Clinton Farrell. And, and they, they they've said a lot of his success came because of them too. because of them too. They're the ones that have doubles. And Clemson was a run and, stuffer. And Cle- they were yeah. Clemson, run stuffers, yeah. bro. Clemson was a, was a beast. And playing in the inferior division, Clemson Furl racked up eleven sacks last year. Josh Allen racked up seventeen sacks last year without any other defensive player on the defensive line getting picked high. And he's playing in the SEC. Which is, you know, those big corn-fed Southern folks. They wake up and eat biscuits and gravy and all that stuff, bro. They're big down there, bro. And chop wood for fun. And yeah, all that stuff. Yep. And he's, he's he has a higher co- caliber of competition. He's playing Kentucky. He doesn't have the defense. He's not. He doesn't have. You know, they didn't win the national championship or any of that stuff. And he and he still put up as the only threat on that line. He he still put up seventeen and a half sacks last year. So that's my problem with the number four picks in regards to the value. Yep. Also, I'm not a fan of, let's see here. I'm not a fan of Josh Jacobs. Why? Again, he, he's, he's probably going to be a great player. Not great. He'll be a good player. Okay, well. Because he, he's a backup? He, he didn't even lead his own team in rushing. He, he was the third highest rushing um, player on Alabama last year. And then you're, you, this this time of age, you don't draft a running back number one overall, unless he's a unless he's a generational talent or somebody who's a bona fide stud in college. I got a list here. I'll read you guys a list of of uh, of running backs who got drafted in the first rounds, and you're gonna hear a lot of guys who were in college were absolute studs, and you knew that coming in. Yeah, so there's a lot of... A or lot. a lot of busts. Yeah. So, okay, last year, 2018, two, three running backs. Say Quan Barkley at two. That was obvious. Everyone saw and, that and, coming. But he, he, everyone saw that coming, but he's a good player. 
and that he's going to be a star for the he's next a great couple years. He's a great player. He's a great player. Rashad Penny, which I think is going to be a bust. Yeah, he'll, he'll be a bust. And Sonny Michelle, who I honestly, I think he, he benefits a lot out of the system that they run. The yeah, that's with. what I was going to say, because I think in another team, he wouldn't have he wouldn't be success. Satisfied. Okay. Number four, Leonard Fournette. Uh, the year before that, Leonard 2017, Fournette? Leonard Fournette was drafted in the first round. And he's I he, mean, he's not he's not worth the value that they, they picked him up at, at that point. Right, right now for but, the Jaguars. But that's because of injuries. And then he came out he came out balling. Yeah, he did come out balling. It's mainly mainly because of injuries. Mm-hmm. And then Christian Christian McCaffrey. And those were the only only two running backs that were selected that year in the first round. 2016. McCaffrey's a beast though. You got one player, Zeke, was drafted in the first round. Yep. And you knew he was gonna be a beast coming out of college. He was transcending in college. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, the other one in 2015. Wait, what pick was he? Was Zeke? Is it four? Okay. Um, the, in 2015, two players were drafted in the first round: Todd Gurley and Melvin Gordon. Both players top notch in college. You knew they were gonna be stars coming out, and they're stars here in the NFL. Uh, 2014, nobody got drafted in the first round. Uh, 2013, no one got drafted in the first round. 2012. Trent Richardson, bust. Bust. Doug Martin, bust. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I mean, Doug Martin on. was not a bust. He was not. He Doug, had, Doug not, Martin. Never out the gates. Doug, yeah, okay, out but the Doug gates. Martin, value, I'm talking about value-wise. It, what Have he performed to the standard of a first-rounder? Well, Tampa Bay rolled his wheels off. And, and, and he that, put up numbers. That team wasn't coached that great after a while. And that team wasn't even all that great. Okay, they, they, Th- that one's debatable for me. Okay, let the next one, David Wilson, got drafted that year by the Giants. I don't even know. I don't even know who he is. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna yeah. say. I don't, I don't even know. know who I doubt his mom even knows who the hell he is. Yeah. Twenty eleven, one player late in the first, Mark Ingram. Yeah, I mean, you see what I'm saying? So, and that's twenty eleven, twenty ten. C.J. Spiller bust. Ryan Matthews. Come on, was he was he worth the number twelve pick? And then you're looking at Javid Best, who's not even in the league anymore. And you got drafted out of Cal. So what 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 I'm getting at is that this guy, most of the guys who were successes are guys who were transcended in college and weren't able to go ahead and I guess you could say relate their skills into the NFL quickly. But one other thing, a common thread between all of them, is that they're all of them also helped the pass game. All of them are good pass-catching running backs. Now, does Jacobs have the hands to go ahead and, and help the passing game? He's above average, they say. I understand, and, and but they, I don't they think... They also he, say he's also a really good pass blocker. Those running backs, though, those those type of running backs, though, are expected to carry the team with a big load. I, I understand it's a first-round pick, but it's 24th pick. I think he'll put up numbers. I don't think he'll carry a team... Crazily, I don't think they need him to be that type of player right now. But when you draft a running back in the first round, that's your that's the expectation put forth, is it not? Mm. I mean, they drafted somebody in the first round because Marshawn Lynch is retired, correct? Yes. Would you not say that he is coming in to replace Marshawn Lynch? Yes. So would you not place heavy expectations on him? Not not the first year. Not the first year. I don't think it's needed the first year. But running back is 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 the position that goes like that transcends not transcends I'm no. sorry that that that's the easiest for kids coming out of college to go ahead and showcase their skills. 
I understand, but I don't think they need him to do that right away, and I don't think... How, how, okay, all right. first of all, how many games did he win last year? Four? Yeah, something like that. So how can you say a four-win a four win team does not need their number one no, or, or I, their first-round pick I'm, not to perform I'm just well. saying the load is not going to be as big as it was on those other players. We have Antonio Brown now. Um, we have more of our receivers. We have like three, four running backs. Uh, two that have been in the system already. Um, I just don't think the whole load is going to be on them with expectations that Todd Gurley had, uh, Ezekiel Elliott had, or uh, yeah, but Leonard Fournette had. Like the, the, they the had- other thing you always, also got to think about, if you're going to compare it to Zeke, what type of line does he have? Yeah. That as well. Well, yeah, I mean, you yeah, he, he strong, had a beast line at the time when he got drafted. You guys have and, a strong line as well. Yeah, which I think he'll be successful. And, and I, don't get me wrong. The other thing is, when you're looking at these running backs coming in who were drafted high in the first round, you knew coming in that was their stud. You knew coming in that's their running back. They don't need to put these guys into a running back by committee. And it sounds like that's what you're expecting them to do. And then my point is, like, if you're going to go ahead and, and run the running back by committee – then why are you going to waste the first-round pick on him? Because he's the future. Yeah. He's the future. It, it doesn't at, mean at that you put time, the whole load on him. At the same time, you had th- this draft, this year's draft, first round, was so much defense focus that Raiders had three picks. You could have focused, they focused on the one running back that they they need. And other than that, you didn't have a running back drafted till later in the second. Yeah. Way later in the second. Yeah. So... If maybe Josh Jacobs was the best pick out there, the Raiders probably would have never gotten him. You also got to look at things like that. You also got to look at the fact that um, coming out of college or coming out um, this year, running backs coming out of college, it wasn't that deep. Um, the Raiders made their best choice of of uh, running backs. Man, I feel like that was a good pick because he's a double he's a double threat and also he, oh, yeah. triple threat kind of because at the end. They say he, he could catch the ball out the backfield. But if you Which got yourself, nice. if you got a running back that could pass block and he could run between tackles and outside the tackles, then you're winning. But there's also running backs that weren't even looked at and that became good players. So, I mean, it, it goes both ways, I think. Um, we don't know what what's going to happen when it comes with this running back. Yeah. And also lately, like the over the last, like, what, five, six years, it's become a pass-happy league, right? Yep. So... Running backs have been devalued, especially because some first-round running backs have been bust. Uh, Trent Richardson was one of them. There's also somebody else. Was it? Uh, there was Cedric Benson. Cedric Benson. You know what I'm no. saying? Oh, going back that deep. Well, I mean, I, mean, I, I think that's a little to, too far. But, but a couple that, of running backs. That class, though, when Cedric Benson came out, yeah. that was a deep class of running backs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was a deep class of running backs. But yeah. So they they've been devalued a bit uh, for the first-round picks, but they they've been uh, they they just been. It's been pushed different. aside lately. Yeah, because it's been the, the league has changed. Yeah, it has and, changed. And it's, been, I mean, and it's okay. been more of a committee. It's been more of a it's, committee. It's been in the more back. by a committee. Yeah, yeah, I understand that. Yeah. So let me just look the, at us. Which is why I'm saying. I mean, value wise, I, I I don't like the pick. I, on honestly speaking, with with all the holes that I feel the Raiders have, a running back by committee pick isn't isn't worth the 24th pick in my opinion. I don't know. 24th pick is cool for me. If it was in the, in like in the in the teens, I would have been pissed off. I would have in the top ten, I would have been pissed off. What makes I feel like what makes that those picks that or that pick, their second pick, so like what the fuck, 
is the fact that what you guys went for in the fourth round, yeah. in the fourth overall. Yeah. It kind of just be like, well, okay, you guys went for a subpar defensive end when then you had other players available. And then your next pick is a running back, and you're like, all right, there was more defensive players available. Yeah. And then now you're just like, I mean, See, dude. I would have went, I would have went, um, I mean, if, if you don't, if you're not enamored by Josh Allen, you, you could have went Devin White, the linebacker, at four. Yeah, you could have gone Devin White, I, 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 which, is, which is a little bit of a reach at four, not, but not as big as, 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 uh, you also could have gone Rashawn Gary. Rashawn Gary is a beast. Yeah, that's. I'm, I'm not a fan of Rashawn Gary. Rashawn Gary is gonna be a bust, bro. Mm. I'm be honest with you. That's one player. I, in my opinion, I was kind of like, I hope if we trade back or whoever, we do not land Rashawn Gary out of Michigan. That guy's a bust, a bust. You know why? He has all the skill set in the world, but he can never produce, never produce. And and then that's the type of, in my opinion, those are the players that scare me the most. You have all the Michigan. natural assets, all the natural abilities, but you don't produce. You don't produce. Michigan yeah. never, Michigan never really showed up for the big games, so no. that whole team never really produced when it came down to it. It yeah. could be Jim Harbaugh too, though. But you never know. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, you you probably could have went Bush. Um, yeah, or, I understand. Or White, White at five. I understand. Pharrell at twenty four. Pharrell is what messed everything up. For honestly me. speaking, Montez. And, and I think <laughs> Montez or, or Montez at twenty four. Yeah, I know. But yeah. you got to trade back, and you need offers too at the same time. We no, don't no. Know what, what I'm saying, offers. you, you could have taken the linebacker at four, and then got Montez or or Pharrell at twenty four, and then got in the, the safety. The safety is a good pick. I, honestly, I I, I, like, I like the, the pick. Safety. Um, mm-hmm. he, he shows a lot of versatility. He can he can man up. Uh, he can play man. Um, against the tight ends. Which you know in the AFC West, um, yeah, you guys tackle. need to go ahead and cover. Uh, you guys can um, use a lot of versatility on, in in that sense. He he's not afraid to come up and hit people. Um, also, a little bigger than Carlton. Also, in the second round, I would have went greedy. Uh yeah, I, that's what I thought too. Good cover corner. I hear he can't tackle. Um, but I but mean, I don't know. Dion couldn't really tackle either. He's one of the greatest. I know, I know. I understand you know what that. That's what I'm saying. We just need him to cover. And, you, and, and only thing if, about, if he's so good at coverage, he don't need a tackle. The only thing is <laughs> the you guy, guys can, went, guy ain't gonna catch it. You guys went with a short arm corner. Like when you when you think about a corner, you gotta think of a guy who could recover. And if he could recover, sometimes you need a little extra length in them arms to come through for you. And if you're gonna play press coverage, you need a corner that has long arms that could shut shit down and press coverage. Greedy Williams was that. Yeah, I agree. What, that's why I, I wanted Greedy right there. I understand. I, I agree with that. I agree that uh, Greedy should have gone there. Yeah, I just, I don't know. That's what I say, see. I'm just mad with the fourth pick. That one I didn't agree with, the corner. Or or in the second round, you could have went Irv Smith, tight end, which is another need you guys have, too. Yeah, I know. That's Three what I, tight ends from Iowa win the first round. Oh, that that was that that was known. Hawkinson and Fant, bro. Were, Jesus, guys be But first, I've never seen in my life two Tight ends from the same school going in the first round. Yeah. That's wicked. That's crazy. I, I honestly thought uh, tight end was going at 27th pick. I thought that's where Earl was going. Tight ends got picked before wide receivers. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's so, the depth of the wide receivers. I mean, they're going to be DK wrong. DK didn't go for a while. These players can pan out. They may feel needs. Yeah, we can't judge it until we... But again, I, I'm basing all of this based on, value. on the value of, of the pick, pretty much. Yeah. So that's something that... Um, I, I don't think the Raiders got, you know, May- it's Mayox first draft. I don't know. So it, it, I think for sure the, the, the fourth pick is, 
It's it's a you little You know what's obvious. crazy too is that they sent all their scouts home, right? Because they don't want nothing. Oh, yeah. They don't want <laughs> nothing leaking. And in my head, I'm kind of like, every even if every team in the world knew that you were picking, uh, what's his name? Farrell. Farrell in the fourth, uh, in the fourth pick. Nope. Everybody like go ahead. No one ahead of him is going to go ahead and. And no. and pick them. No other no other team's gonna go ahead and jump ahead of them to go ahead and, and pick them either. But I heard the it wasn't even that leak. Uh, I heard the leak that pissed them off was Josh Jacobs at twenty four. Oh my god! <laughs> Which is still first round. It's a first round leak though, and it's the first running back. You know. But by the looks of it, no one gave a damn about running backs in the first round. Yeah, I know. All right, yeah. It was uh, just a classic Raider move, though, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> what the hell, man? <laughs> the fourth pick, yes. I swear, it's like... Uh, the fourth pick. I didn't expect Al that. Al Davis day. came to John Gruden and he goes, Go for Farrell. <laughs> goes, I was expecting... And was Gruden thinking, goes, what about Josh Allen? Go for Farrell. This is back know. in the days, right, Gruden? Just win, baby. And then he just disappears. <laughs> 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 I don't know, man. I, I'm just saying. It was disappointing. No hate. I was mad, and you know I was mad with that fourth pick. Because, I, yeah, I didn't expect him to go that high. I mean, I get it. You know, if this is your team, and you love the picks, I get it. You want to support the team, and you want to see the bright side and everything. But at the end of the day, you could have had the same players with more draft picks in the back I know, end. That's all I'm saying. I would prefer to trade back. If you want that player, trade back, get some more picks out of it. But they didn't get anything for it. And he was, what was he? I think he was ranked the third defensive end in the draft, but it's just his value wasn't there at the fourth. I just thought it was funny when I was at the draft party, the Niners draft party. Uh-huh. And uh, it felt which like. By, it w- which, by the way, you could have seen live, not live, but you would have seen uh, recordings of if you followed us on Instagram, Instagram. at Henny Badgers. Badgers. <laughs> yep. You would have seen, um, you know, the Niners make their pick. But also, what was funny was uh, when the Niners got their second pick. Uh, well then, I'm sorry. It felt like the Niners got the yeah. second pick in the first round <laughs> mm-hmm. when you were there. Was here was hearing when the Raiders drafted Pharaoh. Uh-huh. It got just as loud as when the no. Niners <laughs> just as loud as when the Niners picked up Bosa, dude. That, really? ju- that just shows High the hater raid. San Francisco High Niners, bro. Everywhere. <laughs> I was like, like yeah, what y'all do? <laughs> just boo. Everybody was like, oh, here comes Josh. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it was. Yeah, yeah that's what it was. It was bullshit. But, um, everyone's guessing Josh Allen. It was, oh, man, here comes Josh Allen. I was like, here well, comes yeah, Josh Allen. I mean, I would have figured it would have been Josh Allen, too. Because Quentin was just picked up. So they're like, I'm like, oh, there goes the Raiders pick, Quentin. So they're going to fall back with the defense and Josh Allen. And yeah. Yeah. But even then, when we were talking about Cleland the predictions, Farrell. Josh Allen wasn't a hot pick. This motherfucker got two two L's in his first name. Damn. Wow. Boo. Everyone's boo. I forgot. <laughs> oh, I think oh was, you know, wait, wait, no, wait. You know who surprised me? Real talk. Who surprised me in the draft was the Cardinals, man. The Cardinals got some solid picks. Yeah, they I, did. Okay. Hakeem, boy. Boy. Okay, I listen. I love that pick. So, they got Kyler Murray, right? Number yeah. one overall. 
Then they picked up Byron Murphy, cornerback, which is it's a solid pick. That was solid, a solid pick. Then they get Andy Isabella, wide receiver, solid pick. In in what is that? The the fourth round they got Hakeem Butler, and then they picked up Deontay Thompson out of Alabama, the safety. Doggy, bro, that's solid. They're rebuilding. They, yeah, they went hard. In in your guys' opinion, what was the number one apart from the number four overall pick? What was the biggest surprise for you guys in the draft? Two oh. tight ends going in the first round. <laughs> from the same team. From the same college team. That's what I I was, wow. I mean, they're, they're good players. It's just, I ain't never seen two, two tight ends going in the first round from the same school. I think for everybody, it was the Giants. Oh, New York Giants. Oh, my gosh. I, they flubbed that one, man. Horribly. Yeah. Daniel Jones. Oh, man. <laughs> you passing up on Haskins. And then he ends up in your division. Yeah. Oh, my God. And now he's all vengeful and shit. Oh, that's going to be good. Yeah. That's going to be good. Yeah. Now, and Redskins also had a solid draft, too. I yeah. thought they, they getting them getting Haskins and then them getting uh, sweat in the twenty something pick. Yeah, pick. That, that, they're, now, they started off good. That's yeah. it. You know what I feel bad though, man. I feel bad for Daniel Jones, um, <laughs> <laughs> because I mean, okay, look, he's a solid player. It was he is he worth the sixth pick? No. Did he pick himself? No. Right, the GM called him, and he was and he wasn't be like, nah, you're picking me a little early. I'll wait. You know. But the thing is, his career now is going to be tied to two other quarterbacks in the same building and in the same division. They could have picked up uh, Josh Darnold or Sam Darnold, I should say, wait, wait, last year. Why don't you feel bad for Clannon Farrell? <laughs> what the fuck? He didn't call the GM. <laughs> He didn't call the Raiders be, and say, be, pick be, me. Because the amount of hate that, that Pharrell is getting is, is different than the one uh, that, that he's getting. And the Niner party was no hate. But listen. That was funny. No, no, no. Daniel Jones got booed by MetLife Stadium. <laughs> he got booed by his own stadium, by his own fans in his own stadium. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I understand. And at the same time, you know, his, instead of picking Saquon, they could have picked Darnold last year. And he plays in the same stadium. So they're going to be comparing both of them throughout his whole career. And then they're going to be playing, uh, I'm sorry, comparing against Haskins, who's going to be playing in his own division. But quarterbacks are the most scrutinized and compared player in all NFL teams, though. You got to expect that going in. But you know what? You know what move I liked was the Dolphins move, man. We're trading for Rosen. Trading for Rosen. And they did it in, in such a power move, bro. So they agreed. They they said, "Okay, we're gonna give you the second second our second rounder for Rosen," and that was the agreement. And then when the Dolphins pick came up, they didn't trade it. They actually traded back, got more picks, then traded that the the worst second rounder yeah. to the to the Cardinals. And I was like, "Bro, that's such a power move, man." That was they. They had all the leverage at yeah. that. Well, point. yeah, because well, at the end, the Cardinals just trying to get rid of Rosen now, and they're yeah. kind of stuck. Well, well, because you know what messed that up was the Giants' pick. Yeah, for them yeah. not uh, for them reaching for what was his name uh, Daniel? Was it Dan? What's his name? Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones. Yeah, Daniel. 
Sounds like a nice guy. Yeah, because they, they, were, they weren't stressing about getting somebody high, you know? DJ, no, nah, DJ. No, nah, but I'm just that saying. That everything up. You know what, though? The Cardinals GM didn't take calls for Rosen up until they were on the clock. And that happens sometimes. And that's stupid, bro. That happens sometimes. Everybody knows you're going with Kyler. All these smoke screens about them liking Q or them liking Bosa. Everybody knew it was smoke. Everybody knew you were going Kyler. And then why, why not try to land a better deal before the draft? Before all the needs are met by the other teams you need quarterbacks. Yep. You put yourself in the hole. They they in that in that aspect, they totally messed that up, man. Totally yeah. messed that up. Yeah. Didn't get that much value for him. No. Once it leaked that they were gonna go for Kyler, it was like, all right, now you need deal Rosen now. Yeah. Yeah, they messed up. They should have done that. And before. start working the phones now. Don't yeah. don't don't start working the phones. Don't try to be um, poker face as no, 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 no. Yeah. Their, pro- their mindset was probably, let's get somebody desperate right in the draft that's looking for a quarterback and see what we get. And yeah. there's nobody desperate. Giants weren't desperate. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Clearly. And then the Redskins says, cool. Yeah. The we'll wait for Haskins. Like- like, Since they already got real? passed up by the Giants, they didn't have to do anything. They had to move up or nothing. And that's—I feel like that was a big steal for the Redskins. Yeah, you got yourself an okay quarterback at fifteen. At fifteen, and everyone was talking about like, oh, now they got to trade up and all that yeah. stuff. And they got him at fifteen. Fifteen, and that's bro. the guy they really wanted. Yep, and they they I got fell right in their lap. Yeah, fell right in their lap. Yeah. Oof, that's gonna be good. Yeah, NFC East rivalry games again, bro. Ooh, Ooh Daniel Jones versus. Uh, Haskins or Alex Murray. rumor has it that uh, Manning's liked him that's why they that's, what, that's that what they're saying that, that he had ties in with um, Eli because Eli coached them in, in high school or whatnot yeah so it's because Eli was like you know he's not gonna be ready <laughs> for, for another three years oh yeah and you know what though that's true Haskins he, he probably Eli would have probably felt more pressure with Haskins than with Daniel Jones because all these Giants fans, they hate Daniel Jones. They don't want, they never want to see him on the field, probably. Yeah. But if Eli comes out first, second week, puts up a stinker, guess what? Oh, we always Haskins. We need to put Haskins in now. Now's the time to do it. Yep. Yeah, yeah he probably would have put a lot of pressure on Eli and the organization. That's probably why they went with that, too. Man, I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. I like it. You yeah. know why? Because they didn't want to. They didn't want to trade uh, OBJ to us. So, oh, good. <laughs> I'm happy. <laughs> Bastards. <laughs> Bastards. Well, breaking news right now. Um, watching this Sharks game, it was uh, it was three to one with uh, with about seven minutes left in the third. Sharks made it three two, and then they tied it up three three, and that Colorado took the lead at four three. Ten seconds left. No, 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 no. You got it all wrong, bro. No, no, no. Colorado put it put them up for two, and then the Sharks just scored. The Sharks just scored. The right Sharks now. just scored. You're There's right. Ten you're seconds right, left. Right. Ten seconds left. Game two. Speaking of the Sharks, um, nope. Do, do any of you guys have anything to say? Nope. Regarding the Sharks. Nope. <laughs> wait, wait, that's that's Crocker talking. <laughs> Me, the Hab, would like to apologize to the San Jose Sharks for counting them out when they were down three one in the series versus the Las Vegas Knights. They pulled through and pulled out one of the biggest comebacks in sports, especially in that game seven. And I apologize 
<laughs> to one of my friends called Paisa Snoop. <laughs> Who knew I discounted? I mean, I I, I uh, left them in the dust and uh, counted them out. And uh, I, I mean, much love to the San Jose Sharks, and they're back in it. I left Even, them out in the dust. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so go Sharks. Sorry for counting you out, but it's due to our history of them in the playoffs, and that's why Crocker's not apologizing. I ain't they, saying nothing. <laughs> <laughs> they have broken hearts and Gecko's heart too. Oh, you know what, man? Why you gotta be mean to <laughs> Well, because man. you brought it up too that they've broken our hearts before in big games, big series, playoffs. But uh, I think that's why we counted them out. But you know, I'm one of those guys who's willing to. To forgive and forget. <laughs> Wait, you said, you said, when they lost that game seven, you have not gone back to a Sharks game ever since. Oh, no, I watch them on TV now. <laughs> so you still holding a grudge, bro. My, my wallet's holding a grudge, bro. Well, that too. But you yeah. finished second in your division, and Las Vegas was about to take your ass out. But some fucking miracle... The NHL guys, the hockey guys, helped y'all out. Because if y'all got eliminated by the last team on your division, it would be more shit talked about. So I ain't surprised. You did what you needed to do. That's right. You did what you needed to do. You just put more weight on your shoulders. And I'm still not... I don't think it's a lot of weight in the I'm shoulders. not entertained. I am not entertained. Well, come on. Come on. Oh, man. All right. You know what other game we were watching during that game? Game seven. Was it game seven? Oh, the sa- that night was that night? crazy. I think it was last Okay, because the game seven was crazy in itself. Yes, game seven right. was crazy. The, but the at Sharks the same game, time. Game seven. But at the same time, there was yeah. another game seven going on. No, it wasn't game seven. Portland. No, it was game six. It was game five. Game, game five. five. Game, game five. five. You're right. I was going down game in Portland. Game five, Portland versus OKC. In the Moda Center. Oh, my God. That was a show. That well, was one of the greatest performance. A cold-blooded killer by the name of uh, Dame Dollar. From Oaktown. From town biz. <laughs> Took a bad shot. Right, Paul George. Who said that? Bad, Paul George. PG, right? That was a bad shot. Playoff, on, doggy. playoff P. This was busting threes from that distance all series. You ain't gonna say that's a bad shot. Come on, doggy. Yeah, Dame Dollar, Damian Lillard took it down to the last seconds. He wanted that shot, and he shot that in front of Paul George's face for the game winner in Game Five. You put fifty. Fifty. Game Fif- Five. And then, wait, wait, cold-blooded, sinks it in Paul George's face, and then walks away. Waves. Oh, he waves. Oh, my waves at them. You know, like you know how you teach little babies to say bye bye for the first time. Uh, That's what he did to them. (laughs) All four fingers are slapping the bottom of the pond. It it was a one-handed golf, bro. It wasn't a wave. It was that Mm. open and closed palm. He was looking at Westbrook, the bench, everybody in OKC said bye bye, go home. Get out of Portland. Did you guys see the clip? Seth Curry. Oh, yeah. When he told the bench? Was talking to the bench while, you know, Lillard was just dribbling up the the clock. clock, Was talking to the bench, just talking to him, saying, hey, you know, we send you home. (laughs) Lillard's going to send you home. Got to sink this in. And he makes it. And then Seth Curry turns around, looks at them, and goes, yeah. (laughs) 
That's some cold shit. That's oh, yeah. cold, bro. Now, Paul George called that a bad shot. Do you guys agree that it was a bad shot? Nope. Nah, no? He's been busting those all day in his face. I mean, his it would have been a bad shot for Seth Curry. It would have been a bad shot, yeah. And maybe <laughs> CJ. For Westbrook, and for, for a lot of players in yeah. the league. But Dame Dollar, that is not a bad about, shot. There's only about a handful of players that you could... Yeah, you have to respect from their shooting. Yep, yep. I, I mean, he's one it, of them that I could think of is uh, is probably Steph Curry, Dame Dollar, Damian Lillard, uh, I got James say, Harden. Probably yeah, you have to now. Um, but that's all I can think of off the top uh, of my head. The kid Trey. Oh yeah, maybe yeah. He, he I mean he has he got long range, range too. He got, he got, got long range. range. But th- there's only s- certain players you can call you, that a bad shot. You have to guard them once they pass that. Mid court line. Yep, and that's what happens. Yep, you fall asleep. It it was a great game, um, and then he just stared at the camera afterwards. No emotions. No emotion. Looking like uh, <laughs> yeah, when he's yeah, in the pile. Yeah. He, he looked like uh, he looked like the Dave Chappelle's impersonation <laughs> yeah. of Prince. You know, he's like game. Blouse. Blouse. That was hella funny. <laughs> Oh, that, that just shows how cold-blooded he is when he's... Uh, and they were talking like to that. him all series. Westbrook was running his mouth on them. Schroeder was, Schroeder was, was, was uh, pointing at his yeah, wrist the during the game time. time stuff. You know and what it, screwed them over, in my opinion, is when it was their possession before that and Westbrook decides to take that last shot. When, not only that, but he drove to the bucket for no reason. Like, yeah, it was a stupid decision. Yeah. And they showed the stat. Like in the replays and the, whatever ESPN highlights, at that point Westbrook was eleven for thirty, and I think Paul George was 14, 14 of twenty, and Paul George doesn't ask for that ball, or Westbrook doesn't even decide to pass <laughs> that ball. You know what though? I I saw a stat that in li- elimination games that Westbrook loses, he shoots over twenty five shots every single game. He goes out his way. Yeah, yeah. he oh, goes yeah. out shooting. He goes out trying to prove that he's he's the man, but he fails and like, gets eliminated. It's those yeah. vendetta stats, bro. Yeah, he doesn't go for, for it, and he's because he shooter. He's man. wildly inefficient. Yep, and he's putting up 25, 30 shots a game in these games, and they're losing. They're going home. Yeah. That's what that's he needs bad. to he needs to realize that some guys are given with some some cats are just have the skills to shoot the ball. He can't shoot the ball like these cats could shoot. He sees these other point guards busting shots from threes and shit and, and mid, nice mid-range. He's not a bad mid-range shooter, I'll say. But um, he's not a three-point shooter. Nah. No. He's not high percentage. So that's, that's he's not high percentage. But... He'd drive to the hole 100 miles per hour. Yeah, he's a triple, he's athletic as triple hell. double and guy. like, bank it off the bottom of yeah. the rim. <laughs> Yeah, he um, there's there's just something he needs to change in his game. Yeah. A couple of things he needs to change in his game. So, but, moving on to a series that I know we all want to talk about. We just saw it earlier today. Toronto and uh, no, no, no. Oh, <laughs> get out of here, oh, bro. <laughs> oh, earlier today. Oh, earlier today. Oh, Boston and uh, Milwaukee. Yeah, no, no. no. <laughs> I was about to give you the clap. <laughs> Oh, wait, not that clap. No, no, no. Oh! This ain't Coachella, man. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. 
blood. That's no, real fuego. It's real fuego. Fuego. Come on, man. That'll, that'll burn. <laughs> hey, Doc, I'm going to the bathroom, man. Fuego. <laughs> I'll be back. Oh, I'll be back. <laughs> no, no, no. It's just serious that real talk, everybody, everyone has been waiting to see for a year. <laughs> and it's in the second round. And it's the second round, and it's the Rockets versus the Warriors. We just saw this game about five hours ago. Yeah. What do you guys think? What do you guys' thoughts, opinions on the first game? Huh. I ain't going back on my thoughts for a game sweep. Wow. I, I can't believe it. All right. I'm with it, dog. I understand they didn't play a great game. They played a great defensive game well, as best as they could, um, and they bothered them. But I, I am hopeful they'll probably knock it out maybe six max, in my opinion. But there's no way in hell that's going for a sweep. No. I, this this series is not going for a sweep. And honestly, we got, I would have to say we got a little lucky. We got a little lucky that they got cold in in the first half from three. We got a little lucky, truthfully, um, Somewhere. With, with the referee calls, um, especially in the first half, those three undercuts by Clay Thompson. Oh, yeah. Um, those normally in the regular season. Now, here's my thing. If it isn't, if it is, I don't know. I You know that you're, you're kind of breaking it down too fine. But. You got to call it consistently. They called it they consistently did. today. This, this today. game, this game, this game. Today. But every, every other game in the season, most of those are fouls. Yeah. I understand. But, I mean, there's games like that. It's like where refs calling it a yeah, certain I, way, and, and, and it gets frustrating. But what I'm saying is all it took is two calls, two two whistles going the opposite way, and the game's totally different because yeah. those, those are six Two calls, six feet throws. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. It was also one of those slow games where you saw a lot of the whistle, too. It was an ugly game. Yeah. Let's be real. I was happy that KD was on our team for this game because when it slows down, he's that type of player that can put up those easy buckets, those two-point buckets, because he only made one three-pointer in that game. And a lot of players didn't make a lot of three-pointers, but he put up 35 points with two-point buckets. Yeah. And that's the type of player when you need when it's slowed down a little bit like that with the refs. Rockets were cold. Warriors were cold from the yeah, beyond the yard. They both were cold. Um, we had more stupid turnovers than we than oh they forced. Oh my gosh, they had it. They, they, the Rockets didn't barely force any turnovers on no. us. We made more turnovers ourselves than they did to us. There were a lot of unforced turnovers. Yep. Um, <laughs> and that's why I think what kept the Rockets in the game and a couple of foul calls, a couple of foul calls that you know. They're gonna get at times, but ticky tack foul calls that that were called. This game should have been a blowout for the Warriors. It yeah, could have been. It could have been. been. It should have been. Yeah. Yeah. If, um, if the Warriors came out hot, it should have been. But going back to the refs, I, I I can't hear any griping from from either side because the refs were consistently bad this game for both sides. Yeah, mm-hmm. both sides. Because yeah. Curry's fifth foul, he got when he reached under. Under Harden he in the cleanly key, cleanly poked that. Cleanly poked it. Cleanly got an all ball. Yeah. And then Harden got a foul. He's going to the line. Yeah. You know the next play down, uh, Iguodala, not a foul. Nope. He didn't even touch him. Mm-mm. There was no contact made, and there was a foul. Call. And there was a foul on. There was a uh, and one that 
that Harden drove on Looney and Harden hooked Looney's oh, arm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Harden hooked Looney's arm and attached it to his hip. Yeah. He's and then Looney, that too. Yeah, Looney got, and then Looney got the foul call against him. Would you, would you not say this was a grinded out game by the Warriors? Oh, yeah. Which is you always yeah. like to see in the playoffs. When you yeah. know a team can grind it out, you have hope. You have hope. I, I have a lot of hope because they didn't play that great. No. Uh, I know Houston didn't either. The defense was clamps down, though. Yeah. They played great. Yeah, the, they played great. I mean, Harden shot, what, 11, 12 free throws? Yeah. And Steph and Clay weren't even 100% healthy. And not only that, but Curry Curry just needs to... I, I don't know if... They're switching off on them a lot. And they're getting him into foul trouble. And that's not letting him get... You know, get him, let him get into his groove. But um, if Curry could not get himself into foul trouble and KD keeps doing what KD is doing and Curry just takes... Well, one of the reasons why I feel is specifically in this game that Curry got into foul trouble is because the Warriors started off with the Hampton Five. You know, they started off with the Iguodala. And at that point, the Rockets are going to run ISOs and screens to isolate the worst defender in their eyes out of the starting five, yeah. which was Curry. Yep. Um, if but you he guys held noticed, his own. No, yeah. no, no, no. He held his own. He held yeah, his own. he did. Um, and what he's doing is they're playing the same defense, the tag defense on uh, that they were running against LeBron where, where Curry, when the pick and roll is coming, Curry shows super early and jumps in. To the top and of the And then switches key. back out. Yeah, jump, yeah jumps in, back out to his hands defender. up, yeah. and then switches back out. Yeah. I love that. I like that he does that. I like that too. They, they implemented that against the um, – against the Cavaliers in the finals against LeBron James because they were trying to run the same thing mm-hmm. and, and they're, they're trying to get LeBron James against Curry in the matchup. Um, but if you guys know that once Looney comes into the game, they're picking rolling to go ahead and get Looney in, into these into these situations. Same thing that they, yeah. the Houston were doing to Looney last year. Yeah, but yeah. Looney, 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 Looney can do improved. It. Lo- Looney's gotten better. Looney year. has improved dramatically. But Looney last year is, is, is what kind of, you know, clamped down the defense against yeah. Harden. I say in game one, in game one last year, but other than that, he was in foul trouble and they were picking on him at all times when it came with Looney on the court. Yeah. Game one, he played a hell of a game one last year. Game one, I mean, he Looney held his own, but then they figured him out and they started picking on him. But he this year, it looks like they were struggling when Looney lined up across from him. You know, Looney Looney held his own greatly today. Everyone on defense did their did their little part. Yeah. Um but other than that, is is just the fact that just clean up these turnovers that these guys I'm not even forcing on you guys, and um, stay healthy. You know what though, I Kerr, in my opinion, is kind of trying to end it quick. He's trying to he win as quickly as possible, yep. and you could tell by the rotations that he's running. Man, live! I love the fact that he started live. I think on he only had two six. bench players, didn't they? They let's look. McKinney came in. Lo- came Looney in. Looney played fifteen. Livingston played 14. McKinney played nine. Other than that, oh. Bogey played four, and Jordan Bell played one. I think Jordan Bell. Yeah. Wait, Jordan Bell? Well, I don't know. That's what, that's what the stats say. I didn't see that come in. I didn't see, I, that that say, I didn't see him didn't come, come in. in. I, didn't, I didn't, didn't see him come in. But, I mean, I'm just reading the stats here. Yeah, but. Yeah, I understand. Because I saw that, too, and uh, they didn't use a lot of, like, Jarebko didn't go in. Uh, they didn't use a lot of uh Just because how tight the game was. That, yeah. yeah. They, it was a tight game. You needed your your starters out there. My concern is if this if this series goes six seven, does it, like does he gas out his team? 
Uh, I think you. I, they're the biggest threat, right? We decided they're the biggest threat. I think so, yeah. Get rid of them early. Yeah, I decided they were the biggest threat. They are the biggest threat. In the West, yes. Mm. Listen, if they weren't I, going to turn over, if they don't turn over the ball at all in a game or whatever, a few, I could probably predict a sweep. But I know them. They they It, it tends to happen with them where they do turnovers or they go a little bit cold. And with against the uh, Houston Rockets, that's lethal. You know what I, I'm saying? I, you I, lose I, games like that. Yeah, I get it. But I feel like that game six... Um, that they played against the Clippers, if if refreshed and 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 tying up the defense, because the same the same pick and roll that Clippers were running is the same pick and roll that the that the that the Rockets like running. So I I felt us losing Game Five and that them playing that Game Six just helped the Warriors somewhat to come out and play like they played today uh, on defense. The def- we, today showed that we could grind out games. Like we used to, grinding out games is is is, is gonna be tough because this is the playoffs and you ain't, they ain't gonna have your best shooting days in the playoffs. So, but that's why I, I, it's hard to call a sweep because they can get so Rockets can get so hot, and there's times where when your team goes cold and then they go hot, you don't stand a chance. I just wanna, did you see? And that's the possibility. Did you, know? you see any open shots for the Rockets today? Uh, for the role players, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, the corner one, 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 Gordon was shooting from a distance, bro. Well, I know Green the, and Tucker had some. The and Tucker, PJ, zero points for PJ. I know. And PJ, I think, only took two threes. He was plus threes. nine, though. He was plus nine. The, I'm saying an open shot. The only open shot I saw them take was the, the cat that comes off the bench in that house. And that was one that he was wide open and he made. Other than that, there wasn't much open threes that the Rockets took. If the Warriors could keep doing that. There's also adjustments, though. You have to account yeah, for they're gonna adjust. We're gonna adjust. Yeah. Uh, Dan Tony came out in the second half with, with some adjustments. Yeah, uh, on defense, um, they're they're playing the cut on the splits more uh, when they were posting up Draymond. They were they're 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 looking for the back cuts um, a lot more, and some passes got. But Drake, man, Drake was sticking his hands on those on those cutbacks passes. He had a couple of steals on those, and that was big too. The reason we we're in games too is because Draymond was putting up. Yeah, I think he put up fourteen points. Yeah, and you today? don't. You don't. He went fourteen nine. You don't really rely today. on that. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it, but let's say for example, Durant had six turnovers. Oh, the big one at the end too. Um, yeah, the one that cost almost, almost cost, cost us the game. These, these um, dumb turnovers. Draymond man. had five turnovers as well. Yeah. Um, you know, Curry is with his foul trouble and a couple of turnovers. A couple of turnovers. turnovers. So there, there's 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 a lot for them still to improve on, which is, you know, I, I feel is Blocked. is is good. Um, you know, it, it gives me hope saying, hey, you know, this isn't the best that the Warriors got and barely squeaked out with was Houston playing bad. Both of them played bad. Um the Warriors was were just able to go in and grind it out. And we'll, we'll see. Hopefully, they clean it up. I know Houston's probably going to come out and clean it up as well. And, you know, D'Antoni's probably going to come in. And it, and probably, honestly, he, he, he's shown to be able to out-coach Kerr. Yeah. In regards to rotations and matchups and schemes and all that stuff. So, we'll see. I mean, I, um, I, I think... I, the words I, are just too stacked, bro, against Houston's talent. Yeah. You can only... We're, we're, still not wait, 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 wait. we're still not out of the hole, though. I'll, I'll give I'll give them credit, though. They were not allowing the lob to Capella at all. Only and, one and lob. In the beginning of the lob. game, everybody, you know, let's say, for example, coming everybody. in coming in from the weak side, they pinch in a little bit more into the key. Liv smacked one out. Yep. 
because Durant smacked one out. Yep. Uh, Draymond, Clay, um, all of them. You know, whoever was was guarding the corner three on the weak side was pinching a little bit more into the key, um, and saying we're not going to go in and give you the lob. That's their go to two point, easy two points. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And as, when you cut that out, you you frustrate a team sometimes. Yeah. I mean, and statistically speaking, you know, you you rather give Daniel House a corner three, yeah. PJ Tucker a corner three, as opposed to a Capella dunk. When you take away their easy stuff, that, that does frustrate anybody. Yeah, I just, I just feel if we just clean up what we need to clean up, and we know what we need to clean up. If we win, in my opinion, if we win game two, it's a wrap. Um, I just think it, it, they put themselves in holes. The Warriors usually put themselves in holes when they lose that second home game or first home game because they're too relaxed or too chill. But if they care, if they take care of home court, I think. The pressure's totally on the Rockets, especially since we have home the home court advantage. Um, and we could probably take it out in five. Five? Chris, Four. what do you think? Four? I'm saying five. Five or six. Five or six, yeah. But, that that mean, would be mine. Five is very possible, though. Four if, is very possible. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, I just... we we Houston wants, us, wants to beat us so bad. Which is... Which I they want us so bad that they're willing to do whatever it takes Make to sure. try outshoot us and try outplay us. I just feel like our defense is just too well put together for us to allow for allow them to to re- give us a series like they did last year. It, and and with with Igor, if like I said, key factor is Igor Dollar being everybody being healthy, but with Egg being healthy, it's just. It cha- it changes our series, bro. It changes to a point where yeah, five. Okay, I get five, but I want sweep. I like want. J- I mean, just I like Draymond said, I want to sweep against the Cavs. Yeah, I I, I want to sweep against Houston just because I know it, I it's it. possible. Yeah, if we stay healthy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's always because our defense is our defense is what you know makes us. Yeah, for sure. Do you guys see the other game? The um the what, Bucks what versus game? Celtics. What game? <laughs> what game? She wasn't no man. Bro, Wait. Celtics came out hot. Fucking scrimmage. Bro, they came out hot. They yeah. put the clamps yeah. on on Giannis. They didn't um, let him go inside the hole. Nothing. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. They Horford. said shoot it. They said they challenged Horford. him to shoot it. Horford, Horford. and and uh, Brad Stevens started Morris, and that instead of uh, Aaron Baines, and yep. and I think that was clutch. Clutch. Because and then you and Horford know, showed up, man. Horford Double and pack. Morris, because <laughs> both of, both of them can d up, both of them can mm-hmm. shoot from the outside, and yeah, Giannis had a tough time that game, man. After seeing that game, do you guys still feel the Bucks as a as the toughest team out of the East? Oh, let's see what how consistent Celtics could be. Well, I predicted Celtics to win. Okay, well, who who would be the toughest matchup for the Warriors coming out of the coming out of the East? Coming out of the East, uh, I still think it's the Raptors. I think the most balanced, most experienced superstar type of team. Um, I think Kawhi Leonard is just that dangerous, in my opinion. Yeah, and Siakam Uh, could kind of next. He could kind of line up with with Durant. Yeah, Marcus all solidified that team. As soon as they got him, uh, they're dangerous as hell to me. Yeah, because Mark, Mark, and 
you know, you can't put Draymond on Marcus Gasol and be like, okay, go get him. Yeah. Go get him, Tiger. Yeah. It, 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 yeah, it ain't gonna work. And then Kawhi could eat you alive, too, you know, yeah, at yeah. a power and forward. And then Kawhi could, could play Dion Durant. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Uh, Siakam could play Dion Durant. Um, yeah, I think Toronto Toronto is, is a threat. Is a threat. Is the biggest threat yeah. out of the East. Celtics are stacked too. They'd be my number two or yeah, two or two. three. I, I would say Philly too for me. Oh, Philly. I don't know be, because don't, of, because of Embiid. Nobody because Embiid yeah, is like sixty percent right now. They're not bro. mentally strong. But though, he, man. even sixty percent Embiid could put work on the on the Warriors. Nobody on the Warriors could stop Embiid. But they don't have that experience. I think when a team that doesn't have that experience, they can mess up. I think they mess up in in certain situations. It's well, all about the details. The Warriors know the details by now. Everybody's inexperienced until they have it. Yeah. And, and and then you, everybody was saying the same thing about the Warriors in 2015. Yeah, I I understand yeah, that. But we're stacked. The Warriors are stacked, though. Warriors are stacked. We had the talent. Uh, we got help with some injuries on the opposite side. But it's just Sixers. I, I just don't see them as mentally strong. No, I don't see them. Or the, I don't see them as clutch either. I don't see, who Which player there? Well, maybe Jimmy Butler. But he fades sometimes. I, all of... I just feel like they're so inconsistent that it's just yeah, they're inconsistent. You it's can't crazy. Like you could have a great Sixers team that comes in and puts up one forty on you, and you're like, "Fuck, they look unstoppable." And they'll come back and just throw up an eighty spot. Yeah, and you're like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. It just uh, Warriors will take advantage of that. Who, who who's your number two then? Number two threat in the East, Boston. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Boston. Okay. Well Boston, coached. They're stacked, and they have a superstar that's talent. been there before. And good talent. Kyrie's then, been there before. Kyrie's hard to guard, too. Oh, yeah. I would tell you. That fool was hitting some crazy shots versus Milwaukee, yeah. too. Oh, yeah. He was hitting some cold-blooded <laughs> yeah. fadeaway on them, bro. The, that was um, nice. The other series in the West, we're looking at Denver. Just tips off tomorrow. Versus Portland. How do you guys see Spurs that First collapse. Going? They choked, by the way. But, yeah. yeah. Um, what was it? Uh, Denver, Denver, Portland. That's going to be tough. Uh... If Ness Cantor's healthy, I think. Uh, Denver, Denver's I think, coming off a tough seven, though. Yeah, they're tough. Uh, the tough seven games they're coming off of. Oh, that's a tough one because they're totally opposite, too. <sighs> but if I'm going to think playoff basketball, I'm probably going to go Nuggets. But Jamal Murray has to show up. Joker's going to have his way in the yeah. inside. He's a beast. Yeah. I don't, I don't think, I don't uh, think they got, Cantor can't stop him. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they have, they're going to have an answer for Jokic. Yeah. yeah, I think Denver takes it. Denver takes it. You think Denver takes it as well? Six. I, I think Portland takes it. Portland takes in six, my opinion. Oh, that's if tough. Lillard stays as hot as he was, they take it in six. That's what I was thinking. He has to stay that hot, but that's that's tough, man. To it's go that tough. consistent. Who who would be out of those two teams, who who would be the tougher opponent for for the worst? Huh. I, I still think Denver. Denver? Yeah, Why? I think they're a more well-built team. Uh, pounded down on the hole. Um, they can shoot it. They got the defense. And I think they just, uh, uh, Warriors just have the the Blazers number. What do you think, Chris? None. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I was actually just, actually just thinking right now. This is I'm looking at, I'm going through the lineup, and I just feel like Portland, Portland has two guys that could, could really take over the game. So I'm, I guess I could say Portland. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I was gonna say Portland probably would be the toughest test. Um, I I think the teams who give the Warriors the most troubles, their guards who just who could go unconscious, put it on and put it on and, 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 put it on and take go over games, to toe to toe. I mean, you saw it with. Um, I mean, Lillard could do it. You know, let's say for example, Kyrie gives them fits. Yeah, 
and they're just they're guards who could we saw in the first series. Literally. Yeah, with Lou Williams, uh, you know, they're just guards who could go ahead and and score, and you know, have a big game. And uh, if they stay, if these, if those, like, if Portland could stay in the game with the Warriors going to the fourth quarter, it gets scary. Yeah. That's that's yeah. something. That's exactly what Clippers is. Just stay within range. Stay within range. But I don't stay. think they can, man. I think uh, nah, there's no way they can. There's no way the Warriors are going to miss as much as OKC has missed. That's the only thing. That's yeah. another thing. You, I mean, you can keep up and you can go further than that. You know? That's why, like, I was looking at the Utah series. That's Utah had more shots attempts than, the, than Houston yep. in that series. And Utah had open shots than the you know than anyone I've seen. The Rockets defense is there's holes there to where Utah was exploiting it. They just didn't have the shooters to knock down the shots. Yep. And to me it's like Houston, if y'all gonna come out and do what y'all did with Utah, it's, it's a whole different animal, bro. I mean, they know what the Warriors are and I just feel like they lost more greater defensive players last year than what they have now. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. They lost length last year. You know what I'm saying? Trevor Reza. And um, Luca Ma Bute. Bute. Bute, dude. Yeah, for sure. Ain't the ass motherfuckers. But um, now it's like KD shooting over everybody. Yeah. Um, Those seem so easy to him. Ariza was giving them fits last year, you know? Because, I mean, Ariza's 6'8". Yeah, but I'm... P.J. Tucker is like a a solid... 6'8". Yeah. 6'5". And he had a clean clean three-point shot, too, man. Trevor. That's why I wanted him in the offense. Trevor could shoot, too, you know? But, I mean, I don't know. I feel like the, the Rockets are more handicapped right now than they were last. Last year, there was a, it was the time to beat us, and they had a good shot. Yep. All right, guys, moving on from basketball, we're going to go play a little game. <laughs> a little game of Would You Rather Sports Edition. Sports edition. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Ju- w- would you kill? Would you marry? Would you fuck? Whoa, <laughs> Whoa wait a second. Yeah, take it easy. Hey, yeah. Take it easy, man. Draymond, Draymond or Draymond? <laughs> That's why I said sports edition. I don't want to play this game. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll, we'll go ahead and, and start easy here. All right. All right. And this goes for both <laughs> of you. you throw it at me, man. <laughs> Would you guys rather hang out with Clay Thompson for a weekend or go party for Gronk with one, for one? For one what? One day? One for one night. One night? Clay a whole weekend or Gronk the whole one night? Gronk. Because I know I'll be recovering for two days. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say Clay Thompson because I'm just a huge Clay Thompson fan. But. Kronk is tight though. <laughs> <laughs> that's two days Kronk is to dope. recover from Kronk kicking up that motherfucker. Yep. I, I, I mean, that's uh, yep. that was yep. either one. I, I'm not answering these. It's my game. <laughs> these are my questions. All right, but I, I'd rather hang out with Clay because I'm a married man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Great answer. <laughs> Good answer. Baby, I love you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. If you had to pick next year, coming out of the West. And the, whichever of these two teams come out of the West is going to win the NBA Finals. Would you rather it be the Lakers with LeBron James or the Rockets with Harden and Chris Paul? Who would you rather win the NBA Final? Warriors. 
Boston. <laughs> oh, you <laughs> bust? <laughs> we both answered it. <laughs> Get out of here. No, 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 no. You had to pick, if you had to pick between one or, one or the other, would I, you pick the Lakers or would you pick the Rockets? I picked the Rockets. Fucking Houston. Yeah, the Rockets because. Yeah, fuck the Lakers. Yeah, you don't want to add no more to LeBron's resume, you know? That and, and it's LA. Fuck yeah, it's LA. LA too, you know? I just don't want to hear no more greatness yeah. talk with LeBron. Hey, if you want to give one to Harden, give him to give him one. Okay, he's right. just sticking his beard. Yeah, <laughs> give him one. Give him some scraps. All right. Well, here's one. I know I'll probably Chris will answer this one. All right. Would you rather the Sharks win the Stanley Cup or your football team have the Raiders? Chris, the Niners. Would you rather have next season have your football team have a killer free agency? Whatever in your mind you consider to be an A-plus free agency, or would you rather have the Sharks win the Stanley Cup? Sharks. Sharks. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah. Fuck free agency. <laughs> I don't want to uh, hear no potential. Yeah, I don't want to hear. <laughs> potential winning. good on paper. Yeah. Anytime you can get the trophy, you get the trophy. Yeah, in my and you're like, all right, it's about fucking time, Sharks, right? Exactly. It's been a long time coming. Oh, wow. free agency I'm, I'm surprised. I'm surprised. I thought Chris would yeah. take Niner free agency. Wow. Over Sharks no, victory. It's a champ. It's a championship compared to something on paper. Yeah. No. Fuck, man. It's about time they stop choking on ice. Why? Wow, <laughs> uh, you know. You know. I know. I'm surprised. Why? Because I take the nine free agency. Wow. Wow. You're not answering, so no matter, man. Yeah, I'm not answering these, but. Oh <laughs> but, if was, <laughs> but if I was. But if no. I was. Oh my god. Sharks, man, the chip. I'm just saying, I, I'm I'm more of a football fan than the Sharks fan. So all right, let's say. I'm not. So the Cleveland what? Browns have have a crazy free agency. I'll ask the uh, questions here. <laughs> but they're great on paper. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Basically, what the Browns just had. All right, go okay, ahead. Okay, yeah, okay, wait, wait, wait. This season, what would have been what would have been your A plus free agency? Grabbing OBJ, right? Would you so if OBJ came this year, you would have preferred saying, you know what, keep OBJ. I rather want the Sharks win. Yeah. Cause they took D4 boy. That's a great pick. <laughs> All right, right there. Right. Hey. And what was that safety you on the, the Seahawks? What was his name? The one that you wanted to get? Oh. Frank Clark? No. No, the safety. <laughs> the safety. Oh, Earl Thomas. You're Earl Thomas. Earl Thomas, OBJ, and D Ford. A guy who had like five. Yeah, what, 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 but, but what if you up? got what if you got Earl Thomas, OBJ, and D Ford? You wouldn't take that over the Sharks no. Stanley Cup. Hey, there's always next year, Sharky. <laughs> wow! <laughs> wow! Get out of here, man! You no, I should have been mad because it would have been what a waste of money to get Earl Thomas. <laughs> Yeah, so actually, no, I take that back. Come on, Sharkies. The sharks. I, 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 I feel it. That's the Sharks right there. Fuego! A waste of money. Fucking beat up ass motherfucker. <laughs> All right, good. Next one. Can't With, even run anymore. Okay. <laughs> Talking football-wise, we'll go ahead and do the opposite. Chris, would you prefer... Oh, fuck. The <laughs> Niners... We're not moving to Vegas. No, no, no. I know, I know. Wait a uh, second. Wait a second. What, what, would you, what would you rather see? Would you rather see the Niners go 0-16? Why did I see that coming? Or the Raiders <laughs> win the Super Bowl? Ooh. And same question for the half. Would you rather see the Raiders go 0-16 or the Niners win the Super Bowl? I mean, the Raiders have come close to 0-16 lots of times. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll take the 
16. Really? I'll take the 0 and 16. Oh my god. We've gone 2 and 14, so I'll take the 0 and 16. Not that much of a pain, you know? Why would you want to hear the opposing fan say that they team won the Super Bowl? Gecko, I know that shit will fucking boil. You can hang that over your blood, bro. I'm not arguing the opposite. It was just the question. I thought one of you guys would rather not be the paper, the brown paper bag fans and all that stuff. Paper bag. No, because (laughs) I take two. I take two paper bags. (laughs) Because then it's gonna be like, oh. Quest for seven. Quest for seven. <laughs> and then they'll be like, we're just one more behind y'all. Yeah, exactly. We're just one more behind y'all. Fuck that. <laughs> Not only that. Yeah, we used to play. At least we won it recently. Yeah, yeah. At least we, we won, won it recently. recently. Oh. We got the freshest Super Bowl trophy. Fuck you that. Know? Yeah, on 16. For real. Hey, the hate is strong with you guys. Hey, you gotta expect these things. You gotta expect these things. Yeah, Gecko, you said the same thing. On 16. I don't know. I'm not answering these. Uh, (laughs) You don't wanna spread the hate. All right, here's a good one. We'll we'll end on the positive vibe. Last one. (laughs) Okay. Would you guys rather see, Chris, would you rather see the Giants win another World Series? Or would you rather see the Niners win the Super Bowl and the Hab? Would you rather see the Yays win the World Series? Or would you rather see the Raiders win the World Series? This World series? This season. I'm sorry. <laughs> Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Super Bowl. I'll be hella big. <laughs> the Raiders win the World Series. Su- Super Bowl. This uh, season. That's a this tough season. one. I would probably like. I got to go Super Bowl. I got to go Super Bowl just because I witnessed three World Series and they were awesome and great. And it's not that far away. <laughs> And it was uh, 2014, not that for long ago. 1995 is a long time ago. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, these motherfuckers are over 21. They were born in 95, so yeah. (laughs) All right. I'll take the Super Bowl. You'll take the Super Bowl, Ab? I mean, A's and Raiders has been almost around the same time. I think 89, (laughs) 83. Black and white? No, 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 no. Yeah, black what? and white, right? Last black and white TV? <laughs> <laughs> no, I wasn't black and white. Fool. Fool? <laughs> no, but uh, for me personally, it would be uh, Raider Super Bowl so I can experience that with my dad. The Super Bowl? Yeah. Over the- I don't, he doesn't really care too much about baseball, but Super Bowl. Okay. All right. That's it. That's all, all right, I that's have. It. All right, you guys are looking at me like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm good. Those nah, are good questions. Good questions. That, that's it. it. It's interesting, especially the 0-16 one, man, to be honest with you. <laughs> I like that. Would you rather play? <laughs> Would you rather? <laughs> Much better than what uh, Chris originally thought it was going to be, but. Yeah, <laughs> I thought he was going to throw fucking athletes out there. Would you marry this guy? bro. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, take it easy. Like, mm. All right, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We're going to go ahead and wrap it up here. Uh, thank you for uh, tuning in, listening, streaming, downloading the podcast. Uh, you can go ahead and find us on... No 30-second wrap-up? Oh, that's right, huh? I don't have 30 seconds. Well, 30 seconds. Go ahead, Chris. Let me think of one. Go ahead, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Canelo that, uh, and Jacobs next week, y'all. Uh, Cuatro de Mayo, not Cinco de Mayo. Um, it's a big fight now, huh? Now, this may be the biggest test for Canelo um, in a while other than Triple G. But Daniel Jacobs ain't no scrub. He ain't no tomato can. 
So I know he's coming in hot. He's coming in hot. And uh, they better lace him up, baby, because it's going to be a fight that's going down. I mean, this past weekend we had some good fights too, but. Um, Who do you got? Who do you got? Well, me, I got Jacobs, baby. It's about time Canelo goes down. Well, he's lost before. Just it's my take. Fuego! <laughs> All right, guys. This week we got Champions League going on. That yeah, is. We got on Tuesday. We have Tottenham playing versus Ajax, or Ajax, as some of my Spanish <laughs> listeners say. <laughs> and then the one everybody's waiting for is on Wednesday. You got Barcelona playing against Liverpool at home in a huge game. It, honestly, it's probably the top, toughest home and away series that Barcelona has played since Bayern Munich in 2015. But it's going to be a good game. Liverpool is playing hot right now in the Premier League. Uh, they got solid defense. They got good attackers. And Barcelona has the greatest player in the world right now in Messi. And they got Suarez. They got a killer in Suarez. They got a solid defense. They got a good keeper. Uh, you know, the right back's a little iffy sometimes. But it's going to be going. It's, it's going to be a good competition with a lot of energy, hard fouls, hopefully a lot of goals. Uh, well, actually, no, hopefully not a lot of goals. Hopefully Barcelona wins like 1-0, 2-0. But that's, that's all I got. When he said um, Suarez is a killer, you mean because he bites. Oh, no, that's not what I meant, man. Come on, bro. He, he. He nibbles. Oh, no, man. He's a, he's a biter. He's a biter. Just ate the foam <laughs> off his microphone right now, bro. I was just, you know, reenacting his moments. And me, just another apology for the Sharks fans. <laughs> speaking of biting. Speaking of biting. I just issue another apology because a lot of Sharks fans were mad at me <laughs> last week. Um, Sharks fans slash... Not Sharks fans that became Sharks right. fans all of a sudden, right, Kerm? Oh. Ooh. You know, I would probably hit a button for you right now, but this is supposed to be uninterrupted. Oh, yeah, that's, that's interesting. Yeah. Wait, which button? I'll hit it for you. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I got. All right, guys. Now we're really going to go ahead and wrap it up. I'm still not apologizing. All right. He's going to lose. That's Crocker. Jeez, Crocker. Hi right, guys, that. now we're really going to go ahead and wrap it up. <laughs> we're really, really, really going to go ahead and wrap it up. Thank you for going and downloading the podcast on Spotify, on uh, iTunes, on Anchor as well. Thanks for following us on our social media accounts. Uh, what's our Twitter handle, Chris? At Henny Badges. Have what's our Instagram handle? At Henny Badges. All right, pretty simple. <laughs> <laughs> you can shoot us over an email as well. Uh, shoot any suggestions that you guys want. Any questions that you want us answered in, in, in uh, trivia or, uh, you know, would you rather uh, type of questions as well. Um, thank you guys once again for tuning in. Any Badger Sports Podcast. We out. We'll see you guys next week, guys. Late.